Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Breaks Radio. I am one of your hosts, CEO Hayes, and I am joined by the crew. Miss Mary Almonte's in the building. What's going on? I'm here. <laughs> or there. <laughs> I wasn't even looking at it. <laughs> and we also got BTG himself, Mr. Baylor the Great. Quarantine Baylor in the building. Uh, yeah man it's just crazy so i guess uh even though it wasn't on our list but let's talk about it like uh georgia is like officially reopening barbershops and shit as of this friday uh what do you guys make of that do you think it's too soon does it worry you that we're going to get another outbreak what do you guys think about it it's fucking nuts (laughs) (laughs) for real like i'm scared to see it, I have a feeling we're going to see them closing shit right back up, like grand opening, grand closing with that, because yeah. there's no way in hell they're going to do that and not see an increase in cases. I mean, I realize that I'm in New York, so I'm probably looking at this from a more scared perspective since we're being hammered here. But it's like, come on, like it's this is I saw how quickly shit escalated here. And I do feel like the Georgia politicians are thinking of like the greater state and not like the Atlanta metro area, which also seems to have a higher concentration of minorities. So, I mean, I I was telling you guys offline, it's like I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but this definitely seems like it's it might be strategic. It might be a tactic to make minorities guinea pigs for reopening. I'm not with it. I feel it. And you know, I honestly hadn't thought about it from that standpoint until you brought it up before we started recording. But it makes a lot of sense, um, unfortunately, that that may be the case. And it's like, is that how much our life is really is really worth to y'all? Um, and we're always we're always the guinea pigs. We're all if you look historically, we're always the fucking guinea pigs for everything. So it's not even it shouldn't be that shocking. But it is because it's like I thought we were we would be past that at this point. Uh-huh. I think it's going to get worse, bro, because as the summer approaches, it's going to start getting hot, you know, and people are used to um, they're used to going outside in the summertime. They're used to being out more, you know, so people are getting antsy and, you know, individual like I'm good. You know, I've I've been I've been doing good personally uh, with it all. Uh, I've been staying in my creative space and st- trying to stay away from as many as as much people as I can. Uh, but I I'm still in the streets a little bit. My work schedule is still the same, um, but I do go direct. I go directly back home, okay. straight back home. You know, I don't have a problem doing that. But it it does suck. Like when you hear, as Mary mentioned um, before we started recording, like yo. If if they're talking about not opening up to large crowds until next year uh-huh. in fall, that's that's pretty scary, man. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty scary. Yeah, and I mean even even like the state of California has said that there's not gonna be any sporting events until next year at the earliest. So like there are some states that even with that are planning to reopen certain things are gonna try to keep the large crowds at least down as much as they can. And it makes sense because it's like why risk lies if you can avoid it. Man, it's not enough last dance documentaries to last. So we gonna eventually we gonna need some we gonna need some live action. But you know, I mean, we we got to get through it. We got to figure it out, and we got to play it safe. I don't see no point in rushing things uh, because even if even if all the states across the country started to open back up, people you know some people still gonna feel a little bit concerned and a little weary, and it's not gonna be the same. 
It's not going to be the same. And if they're not opening up any venues, we can't go to any comedy shows, no sports uh, events or anything like that, then what's the purpose? You might as well just chill and sit down. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that's I think that's the point. Like, I mean, yeah, it's good to like reopen businesses to get the economy back started, and you know, hopefully, a lot of states differentiate, get doing what you can to kind of let businesses start opening again, and not having it feel like complete open season again, where we're just gonna be out, start partying and kicking it again, because that's just where it's gonna get worse again. Mm, but on the flip side, though, I just I, and I sad to say this, but I kind of understood where where. Um, the gov from um, from Georgia was coming from. He was like, "Yo, it's a lot of small businesses that they might not recover from this. Mm-hmm. You know, they're hurting." So I get that, but you need to find out. You need to figure out the options outside of that. Like Amazon was always a, you know, for the most part, an online option. Yeah. You know, so a lot of people, a lot of businesses need to go that route. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've really been wondering, and I don't know, I don't know if we talked about this before or I'm remembering another conversation, but so many businesses that are like adjacent to the hip hop industry or the culture Mm -hmm. um, are definitely not going to survive this, right? So you have like bars, right? People who are bartenders or bottle girls, which I don't know how big that is where you guys are, but here in New York, that's bottle girls are set. Well, they were anyway. Uh But now I have friends that are bottle girls who've been coming to me asking if I could help them get (laughs) paperwork so they could file unemployment because you're not on the books when you're doing that kind of work. And you probably brought in six figures. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that you can't prove it. You're not getting unemployment. Um, even the barbershops, for example, like I'm just there's so many kind of businesses that are part of the culture that I think are probably, unfortunately, like the trend of this virus, the hardest hit. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. so I don't know. I'd love for somebody to do some kind of documentary or whatever, some kind of research piece on that. Yeah, we should do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we got nothing better to do. So I mean, other than right. podcasts and. I, I would really, uh, truly, if I had the time, I would love to do like a documentary in real life. Um, yeah, 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 really. But but that to those me, things. This take is time. a perfect example, perfect opportunity yeah. because, and this is going to follow us the ramifications of this for a while. Yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, so in Uptown Manhattan, and again, I don't know how much you guys hear or know. I mean, it's that whole community is rooted in nightlife, um, and it's actually been a big point of debate because. Um, it's in the process of being gentrified. So like the colonizers or uh, gentrifiers um, complain about like all the clubs and whatever bars, but that's how that community makes money. Like of the people who really are from there. And right now I can't even imagine like who's going to be able to ride out the two months at least that we are looking at of being shut down for that. Like when, when this is over, who's going to be able to reopen? Like, and then all those workers, what becomes of them, right? Mm. So I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm throwing you out, you here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it's it is ripe for a documentary. I'm sure we're gonna have a lot of a lot of COVID nineteen documentaries pop up after all this is over with. Like just how it it affects, especially small businesses, like you said, because if you if you were a a, a small business just making enough to get by, and you've had to shut down for this long, you may never recover from that. Mm-hmm. So. Um, hell, I mean, we, we're even at, at the precipice where a huge company like AMC Theaters, which is the largest theater chain in our country, is filing bankruptcy. So, like, it's yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. 
the 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 greatest meme of this year is is us twenty years from now sitting down with the younger generation mm-hmm. going through the years and not mentioning twenty twenty and then they ask wait 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 didn't you skip one <laughs> no 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 we don't talk about that yet. we don't talk, yeah. we don't talk yeah. about that yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Sure. I mean and then even even like the the economical but uh, the the social uh, rep- repercussions of this and mental are going to be years like there, there are people who are legit not going to feel comfortable being out in groups for years past whenever this is over with and yeah, that that's generation yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah Seriously. And it, like i can only imagine like people who are like who are already agoraphobes are just like look i was prepared for this i've been telling you guys this is exactly what i was talking about so yeah yeah, yeah it's crazy man just to think about all that it's all about adjusting people. We just got to yeah. learn how to adjust to it. And I know it's rough and it's, it's easy for people that are, that is creative and, and, and can learn on the fly or respond quickly. It's easy for them to say that, but you got, it's something that you have to do, yeah. you know? For sure. For sure. Well, let's move on because like COVID, honestly, like this shit just depresses me. I don't know if y'all watched Trump's press conference today. It's just like, look, I, I can't take any more of this shit. I really can't. I just... <laughs> I just feel bad for the people that he brings to these conferences yeah. that don't say what he wants them to say, like the CDC dude. Yeah. He was like, he was mis. I heard, I didn't even see this part of it, but I heard that he was like, he was misunderstood or his words were misrepresented. And then the guy got up there and was like, no, everyone understood me exactly <laughs> the right way. And it was like... <laughs> Yeah, because Trump is a dude got beat after or something. (laughs) Trump is a dude that's that that's the cat that's in the crew that says stupid shit all the time. He just happened to be the president. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh man! Welcome to the Breaks Radio. Well, let's, let's, let's get on. More positive news. Uh, the Universal Hip Hop Museum and Mass Appeal teamed together for uh, an uh, event that they're going to do on, on YouTube called Hip Hop Loves NY. And a lot of the proceeds are going to be going to uh, people in the med- medical field. I'm not sure if like what else they're spreading out. But this is just something that's just good. Good for the culture. I'm glad that they're doing it. And we need more positive uh, news like this, especially in a place like New York that's getting hit the hardest in this country. Mary, I, I'm going to come to you first because I know you have the best perspective on this being being in Staten. So what do you think? I mean, I think it's dope. Yeah. Um, and I think it's the beauty of what's going on in the world right now is that it really doesn't matter where you are <laughs> because, honestly, we're all online. That's what where it's at. So I think... It's a genius move by Mass Appeal. I have a lot of, I don't know if I've ever said this publicly, but I have a lot of respect for them mm-hmm. and their content and what they're doing for the culture. So I'm with it. I think it's great. All right. Baylor? We need more. We need more. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, shout out to New York, man, because they, they need the love uh, the most right now. So that's dope. I'm glad somebody finally came up with, with the idea, you know? Yeah, yeah, I mean, and you know, it's probably going to be more stuff. Everybody's still rebounding. So like it's 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 been hard for people like for events like this I think to happen because, you know, people are getting hit hard and even though it's it's streaming over YouTube and stuff like that still takes a minute to set up. Uh streaming uh-huh. isn't perfect as we've seen with Teddy Riley. So like <laughs> Shout out to Teddy. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah, there's there's just there's a lot to it, but uh, yeah, it's, I'm glad that it, that it's happening now, and, and I'm sure the city needs it. I'm sure the world needs it, and we'll we'll be getting more and more stuff like this as uh as we continue to hopefully get better here shortly. Uh-huh. Yeah. At least they at least they trying, you know. Yeah, true. That's all that, that's all that matters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But as I mentioned a little bit, streaming Teddy Riley versus Babyface. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? Where do we begin? <laughs> let me, yo, let me t- let me just say this. I still, I, personally, I believe Little John and T Pain set the bar, right? Okay, mm-hmm. that's fair. But I, but I must say, this was the most entertaining live battle, probably of all time. I mean, because we, it was just a shitload of comedy, uh-huh. and I love the way Teddy Riley addressed it. You know what I mean? Like he knew he was about to get dragged through the internet, <laughs> and he accepted it. That was dope. But you just knew, like, it was just burning in everybody. And everybody knew that Babyface was just, like, this nigga just can't get this shit together. I'm trying to set the, I'm trying to set the mood. Like, he had candles in the background. Like, it's all type of velvet type of vibes. And Teddy just couldn't get that shit right. And that, I loved it, though. You know, I think it was another win for the culture. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, okay, are we starting with Saturday or Monday? <laughs> you got We got to start from the beginning. Oh, right? man. So Saturday was crazy. And honestly, that one was a win for the internet. I mean, if it weren't for fucking Twitter, like, I would have been hella disappointed. I almost mm-hmm. felt like a kid that was supposed to go somewhere and didn't get to go. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, yo, like. Yeah. Um, so that was annoying. I mean, and other than Babyface's little shots, which I was so happy continued into Monday. Who knew that he was such a dick? Like his little <laughs> subtle humor. Oh man, his, those those little. Oh, that was cute. Yeah, that was you. Yeah. <laughs> How old were you when you did that? Okay. Yo, I didn't know we could do remixes, but it's all right because I don't do those anyway. <laughs> um. So okay. So then Monday, first of all, it's it's starting with technical issues again. Was like you couldn't make that up. Yeah. Um. But then it was kind of not their fault in the beginning. It was kind of Instagram's server issues, it seemed, because everyone wasn't allowed in. Blah, blah, fine. Okay. When they actually did start the battle, it was dope. And not for nothing, it was truly, like, blow for blow. Like, they were a perfect match because both of them were pulling shit out that I forgot they did. There was some shit Teddy Riley did that I didn't know until that day. Like, I didn't know he was behind Gotta Get You Home With Me Tonight. That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of songs didn't get to get played because of the abrupt ending, so that was a little disappointing, but whatever. Um, shout out to D Nice for carrying it on on his page after <laughs> and kind of getting us through. Um but I will say that Teddy Riley okay, neither of you are Libras, so I could say this. So Teddy Riley's a Libra, I believe, and he showed his Libra ass <laughs> that night. Because when Babyface bust out with the guitar and sang a cappella, and like if if we go back to that shit and slow motioned it, you saw his whole face like drop. And then he's like, "Well, that isn't even fair because they told me I can't have my instruments." Yeah. And shortly thereafter is when, oops, all of a sudden his phone died. And then when he does come back on live, he's in a different room with his keyboard. All of a sudden, <laughs> like I don't know, you can't tell me that was not strategic and intentional. Um, yeah. And then, while all that's happening, Babyface goes live and then starts playing more of his shit. And Teddy Riley was like, oh, word? Then I'm about to go live and play more of my shit. And at one point, it really felt like we had to choose between whose live we wanted to stay in. Yeah. 
Um, and then you heard Babyface call Teddy Riley's people, like, why is he not accepting me? <laughs> and, and then he was like, yeah, I'm going to just play one more song and I'm going to be out if he don't come join me on my live. Literally, you heard him say that uh-huh. if you were listening intently. It was like, so I don't know. That ended on the strangest note. It felt like some petty, jealous, whatever. Teddy Riley felt like he got one up, so he had to go and force the shit on his page so he could have his keyboard. And at the end, we all were forced to choose where we were going to stay. Yeah. And that was just weird and fucked up. But yes, they're both legends. They, they both had bangers. I mean, they and- were made to their music, both of them. Like, it was just crazy that, uh, don't get me wrong, like, they're well into their 50s. So no one was expecting them to kind of understand the technical workings of Instagram. Not a teenager in that goddamn room. Where's a teenager <laughs> at when you need one? I know. But the ending on Monday was crazy. And then also, on Saturday, I don't think Teddy Riley realized how wild disrespectful it was that he was in a studio with 25 motherfuckers after Babyface just got over COVID with his yeah. family. That's why it was postponed the last time. Yeah. So it's like, and so Babyface did make a point to be like, you know, I'm here alone, social distancing. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, like, how could you be so insensitive? I don't know. That was crazy for me too. The subtle shade of Babyface throughout that whole stream was just <laughs> a masterclass in shade. Uh, but yeah, it was a great moment for the culture, and I, you know, for our I don't know how much like the millennials get that type of that, like this type of music, but this was huge for our age group. And like hell, my mama could have watched it and, and been if she knew what how Instagram works, she probably would have watched it and loved it every minute. Hell yeah, yeah, mine too. For real. <laughs> but this, I'm gonna tell you, this is why I feel like. I'm going to have them at number one is because they gave us so much content outside the music. Teddy Riley talking to Dr. Dre, mm-hmm. having yeah. a hype man. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, baby face background. Like it was just so much stuff surrounding the music, the technical difficulties, the smart remarks. Like it was, it was golden to me. I loved everything about it. And I think it was, we'll put it damper on. It was because it had to restart so many times because it was technical difficulties because it's like if you put yourself inside of a club Mm -hmm. and they start up the music then all of a sudden it stops and they say you know what it's a fire hazard we got to step outside and then we go back in and restart it it's not going to be the same yeah Yeah. Yeah. but because they had so many things happen outside the music that's what made it so great yeah Yeah. and And they said they said that they shut down ig and this is why they're going to be number one is because t-pain and Little John was ahead of the curve. They had uh, they had no technical issues. Everybody was rushing back. And I think the only thing that stopped them was the fact that they kept going past the hour and had to, you know, reopen alive. Mm-hmm. But the thing that's going to make this so great is that people were actually live streaming from their laptop so other people can watch the battle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that was dope. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, and everyone, like, no, let me not say everyone, but on social media, it seemed like people were really engaged and, like, taking, like, recording their screens so other people could see, like you said, Bailey, to, the, to that point. Like, it was a, it was a dope live to me. So, mm-hmm. yeah, probably one It of, was until the end. Yeah, <laughs> until the end. And it, barring the technical difficulties, it was on point. Who's who's up next? Do you guys know who's next? Is, uh, is okay, so look, I have a problem with this if this is true. Okay. Rumors are saying that P. Diddy called out Dre, but they want to do it, but he wants to do it on pay-per-view. Yo, that's against the culture right there. The whole point of this. Yeah, I'm not, I'm cool, man. Like, you know what the sad part is? I'm going to pay for it. (laughs) But that's not, that's not right, though. 
as long as all the proceeds go to like a COVID charity or something, then that makes sense. If not, I think they mentioned that. that don't need any money. Like, yeah. so yeah. yeah, that would be wrong. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, I don't want to sound like a hypocrite because last week I said, if they did use an outside platform and people would, you know, so yeah. I get that, but it's kind of like, come on, man, don't, don't go that route. Don't go. But if it is some proceeds going to, you know, this pandemic, then okay, I'm with it. Yeah. 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 I mean, anything going towards the pandemic, but even then, but like the, the thing whole, is, the, everybody, takes... everybody don't have pay per view though. You got to realize that too. Mm-hmm. That's true. More and people it... probably have Instagram or have access to Instagram than, you know, cable. And the thing, yeah, that, yeah and, and it sucks because it's like at this point, this thing has been great because it has been free and people just been able to just sit at home, watch it, like turn it into a pay-per-view, I think does take away from the nature of how it started. Right. Yeah. And it's also like, there is something to be said for having these legends doing the same thing that you're doing, right? Like just going into Instagram live and sitting in a room and playing their shit. Like that's, I mean, honestly, that's what Teddy Riley went wrong on Saturday, trying to do too much. (laughs) He had, dances and (laughs) he was trying to put on the show but i will say this it is very millennial of us to judge him for being prepared it's like he just came to he did what his generation was taught to do if you're gonna perform you come yeah pull out the stops that's true that's true we got we got caught we got caught up yeah we got caught up in a new generation moment yeah 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 for sure. That's a good point, Mary. That's a great point, actually. So shout out to you for that point. Uh, because I didn't think about it from that aspect, but that's a great point. Um, but yeah, uh, so we're gonna go ahead, we're gonna move into the next one. Uh I don't I hate French Montana. He just he just irks me, just his personality in general, but I know people like him. So he's planning on squashing his beef with 50 Cent. Uh, he just squashed his beef not too long ago with uh Jim Jones. Now he's planning on squashing it with 50 Cent. And actually, I think they're planning on recording together for French's new project. What do you guys make of this? So he wants to start shit with Young Thug and, <laughs> and call out Kendrick Lamar? Yeah, that's not. No, I'm good. I'm glad you said it. Because yeah. it's like for him to ever even in the same sentence say that he has, he would beat Kendrick Lamar in a battle. I think that's what he was saying. Like, are you kidding me? So I saw on Twitter, somebody broke it down and like broke down how many times he's charted versus Kendrick, Mm -hmm. how many number ones he's had versus Kendrick, which by the way, he had zero. Um, (laughs) It was like, there is no comparison. And I do get what he was saying to back himself up. Like he was like, look, if you don't feel like you're the shit, then who will like, and I get that, but there's a difference between being confident and then saying that you are like, you have a better record. (laughs) You like Uh you, Someone else can't fuck with you who has accomplished a lot more than you have. So I don't know. And I feel like this whole sometimes I wonder if this shit with Fiddy is real or if it's all just publicity. And if they really are going to join after he exposed Fiddy for being a snitch and they just run off into the sunset together and make a project, (laughs) that will make me doubt the validity of that whole thing. Like, that's not what real gangsters do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at this no. point, almost everything makes me doubt the validity of of most of these rappers nowadays. But it's just like, I don't know, man. I I get trying to make peace. I get it um, from that aspect, but at the same time, it's like nobody's checking for like. I don't even know if it wasn't for Pop that I would not know who French Montana is because that's the only song of his that I know. Uh, it, it's just like shut the hell up, dude. Man, he, he I I don't like French Montana. If you can't tell. 
<laughs> now, in his, now in his defense, he did he did say that uh, he knows that Kendrick is a much better lyricist, much better rapper, completes better albums and stuff like that. But he was trying to zero in on the hits, and like, and I get that because you know they bring up the Drake and the Hove thing, and I'm like, no, Hove got <laughs> hits, you know? Yeah, Kendrick got hits, like they got hits, but I think he's talking. I, He's trying to he's trying to cater to, towards a certain demographic and a certain gender, I think, because he got more songs catered towards I don't know maybe the women. <laughs> Are you trying to take it easy because I'm here? Well, do, no, you, I'm do just, you like French Montana? No. Does anybody but here do, enjoy French Montana? But I do. Music? But I do. I do have a couple of tracks. I got the track with him. I, I'm gonna say I don't hate him. I don't have the disdain for you. He's just very. He's just very Bronx. Okay, but I guess you got to be from New York to identify that. Yo, Maybe he's that's not, what he's not a good artist at all. He just he just has well produced tracks and right. Great hooks. He has a little swag about him. I as a woman, I could say, but he looked like, he looked like a cat that used to get beat up in high school, but he grew out of it. Well, it, he looks like a cat who got beat up in high school, and the guy with a sick tight flick and went all out. Like, oh he, man, he ended up finding a, a crew to. That lifted him up. I feel. Okay. Hey, you gotta do what yeah. you gotta do, I guess. But yeah, French Montana just is not. It's not it for me. Like, and you know, I and the thing too, like I that I do want to say about Fifty. Um, since since of course we're talking about him in this is. How do I want to say? Because we all respect Fifty. We know what he's did. We know what his legacy is. But at this point nowadays. Is it time for Fifty to just stop the music and just focus on what he's what what else he's doing? And I'm a huge Fifty Cent fan, yeah. But it's like at this point now, like I, I can honestly say, there's nothing that Fifty can do musically that I that I need to hear anymore right now. I agree. Yeah. I, well, I, th- I think the route for all all the OGs is just to be featured on tracks. Okay. I think they I can agree. all come up. I I think they can all come up with a a, a great verse or two. And didn't leave or, it at that. or do like he's doing with Pop Smoke and, you know, produces produce the younger cats who look up to them. I like and that. Kind yeah. of have a style yeah, like yeah. Their yeah. album. I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. And I think 50, 50 has value in that way musically at all. Like to hear 50 like executive produce somebody's project, I'm, I'm all for that because he has the ear for it. But like music from 50 himself, like, no, nah, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm not for it in 2020. But, you know, that's yeah. just me. Um, and French Montana, for that matter. French Montana, <laughs> so, I, uh, yeah, yeah, fuck all Older than two people who should not continue to make music. <laughs> 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 all right, moving on to the next one. Uh, Takashi69 uh, spends $300,000 on a new chain and a bunch of vehicles, reportedly. I don't, I haven't seen pictures of the vehicles or the chain, but this does not surprise me. Now, a part of his release, I believe, was that him not to do any trolling on social media. So without him having that to do, I guess he's just spending his money. What do you guys think? I, I guess so. I don't care. Shit. I agree. <laughs> I don't know. My I don't know. Is exactly, Baylor. <laughs> it's like okay to pop if, out where? Like, what is he buying this stuff? I mean, I mean, look, you buy the gang of cars. We can't go nowhere. You know what I mean? You you gonna wear your jewelry online? You're not supposed to be trolling. You know what I mean? So I, you know, I, I guess you uh, need to be spending that money on protection. But that's a whole nother story. I yeah. mean, hey. I mean, maybe he feels he doesn't need the protection, fam. Yeah, all right. Damn, then he's more delusional than we thought. 
I would, you know what? It wouldn't even surprise me, honestly, um, if it came about that, like, he just gets rid of witness protection and everything, and then, like, he gets jumped two weeks later. I just, I hope, I don't want that young man to lose his life on a serious note. Oh, yeah, for sure. But but I don't want to hear that type of content come out of his mouth either. Right. Oh yeah, the, he he can't produce that type of content anymore. Like, I, maybe he'll try at first. Maybe that maybe the Spanish la- language album is the first one uh, to be to come, and that makes sense. I can understand it from that point because that probably what he need what he needs to do first get away from the whole gangster mentality. Just make solid music. But I don't know, man. I I don't. I really at this point I don't know what to do with um, what's going to come of Takashi Six Nine in two. Well, in we can't. We can't do nothing about it. It's just, you know, I can't speak for the gangsters and the cold uh, for the streets, but mm-hmm. I don't want nothing to happen to that young man. Yeah. I really don't. And New York don't need that. You yeah. know, whether whether they on his side or not, they don't need that. They, we don't need shit like that right now. Man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, man, I don't know. I, I, and I say it right now. We don't need that shit, period. Period. Point blank. Uh, I, I just, I, I want better for Takashi. After all this, like if he can still make music, if he can salvage a music career in the Spanish language or any other realm, more more power to him. Hell, I'd try to do it. I like but at this point, like you you really need to reevaluate the way that you used to do stuff and come back different. And then, you know, hopefully he learned his lesson because this like everything the way that everything worked out for him, if he doesn't learn a lesson from that, then he's just a lost cause, period point blank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Them demons them demons will always follow him. Um but they not that loud when you sit up there and tell the truth about yourself. That's you can true. go to sleep better at night. That's true. Money ain't gonna solve it either. That's true. That's true. All right. Uh, anything left on that, Mary? I don't. I don't know if you got to say much on it. I feel like it was me and Baylor just going back and forth. That was fun. Y'all said it all. Okay. It's like <laughs> he needs to just stay where he's at and maintain a low profile, like for real. But yeah. whatever, we shall see. We'll see. We'll see. Doesn't always go that way, but I guess we'll see. Um, moving into the last one in this segment, uh, the game and his record label uh, had royalty seized from his last album, Born to Rap, because of his uh, sexual assault accuser. They're actually going to pay his accuser. What do you guys make of that? Shit. Man. <laughs> Golly. I don't, hey, what can I say? I know. Hopefully I don't know what to say. That's, that's a lesson. Yeah. For everyone, especially yeah. in the industry, who thinks that they can sexually harass women and get away with it, like true. true. <laughs> shit, nothing. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> be nice to people. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's definitely be nice to people. We're gonna go ahead. We're gonna move on uh, until our first break. We're gonna come back right after this. Yo, this is your boy Franco, and this is your boy Ray D, aka the Pie God. And we are the host of Dad's, Dad's Talking, Talking Shit, shit. Podcast. Like, we gonna say Dad's Talking Shit Podcast. Let's just say Dad's Talking Shit. You right. You know it's a podcast. You right. We're a podcast that talks about everything and anything. Anything from pop culture to politics to social justice to sports. Our children. Lifehood. Life it is hood. this podcast is definitely not for solely dads. No, it's for women as well. We got a lot of mom dads out here anyways. Mother's taking the place of father, so. I was going to say, wait, mom dads. It doesn't make sense. It does. Mom dads. Pretty much this podcast for anybody and everybody. So you can check us out on all major streaming platforms, iTunes, Speaker, iHeartRadio. You can also follow us on all social media platforms. Instagram. I didn't even say dads talking shit. With dads talking shit. Instagram. Dads talking shit. Facebook. Dads talking shit. Twitter. Dads talking shit. 
and that's our Gmail. Yeah, you can Gmail us. All right, y'all. Tune in. Salute. Salute. All right, so we finally got some new music. We're going to get into the Baby's album, but this new freestyle from Absol. Now, Absol, I, I swear, it's like he he comes, he's like a hermit who comes out the, the cave once every six months, drops some music, and then goes back in the cave. Did you guys get a chance to listen to this freestyle? Yes, I did. You know I listened to it. <laughs> what you make I of it? I didn't, so I'm going to let y'all take that. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I know. Bailey, I'll let you go first on this one. Not, that nigga is dangerous. Nothing. I mean... <laughs> Look, I think Abso is one of those artists that he doesn't care about the spotlight, mm-hmm. doesn't really care about the fame. Um, he's dangerous. He's one of those cats that can go bar for bar with anybody. It's just that he doesn't have the he doesn't have the popularity uh, to back him, which is unfortunate. But yeah, that nigga is dangerous, man. Is he's he's one of those cats where I would love to hear on a track with certain artists. Um, but you gotta respect his. I guess you gotta respect his space. Like he pops in and out when he wants to, you know. And he's he's one of those. I put him in the category with like a currency, um, because those are cats that could they drop what they want to drop, and they have a cold like following, you know. And if you're not an Abso fan, like we understand why, because you may not know much about him or you don't listen to music in depth like that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I listened to it as soon as you sent me to. It, I said, oh. Okay. <laughs> Absol is one of the most dangerous and versatile rappers, period. And the thing is, I used to I used to feel bad or like get upset and say, well, it sucks that, that mo- people won't know it or that more people don't pay attention to it. But then I had to come and realize this is how he wants it to be. Mm-hmm. When it's all said and done, this is this is where Absol wants to be. This is how he wants his music to be perceived. He wants to create when he feels like creating. And you can't take that away from a creator. That's just like if somebody put us in a box and was like, Oh, well, y'all good y'all great at podcasts and I need I need seven podcasts a week. And it's like, nah, fam, I ain't got it like that. I don't want it. I don't want to do it like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I respect Absol. I respect his 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 bars, his lyricism. This this freestyle was was great. But the fact that we don't get much of him, it makes it even that that much better to me because we appreciate it more. If he was just dropping freestyles all the time, it's like, all right, well, this is just another Absol freestyle. This one feels special because we don't get stuff like this from him on the regular. And for people that is not familiar with him, maybe you heard his name, you know, so, you know, around Kendricks and Schoolboys and, and J-Rocks. Let me describe him. Absol is one of those cats where if you're picking somebody out of the lineup to, you know, for like a first round fight and because you haven't seen him before, he looks scrawny and skinny. He doesn't look like he could do much. You better leave that nigga alone because <laughs> he's he's the most dangerous one. Yeah. Yeah. Absol is just it's wild, man. It's wild how talented he is and like how he puts music together like he's he's another one of the people that i love to just see his creative process because it's it's so unique but you know i mean it is what it is mm-hmm. it is what it, it, it is it, 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 it takes somebody like ho to to have one of those special interviews and then then they ask him like who do you listen to that we wouldn't expect you to listen to and he'll say somebody like abso and then everybody will go flocking towards his music and looking for him and shit like that yeah true <laughs> all right man are you a are you an abso fan at all not really, no. Okay, but just because I don't know enough, that makes sense. That makes sense. So, yeah. I'll send, I'll send you, I'll send you some songs. To me, I, I think, I think he can go. I, and literally, like you know, I'm a Jada fan. Um, I think he can go bar for bar with anybody. And I'm, and I, and I even jump off the cliff with this. He's versatile. I think he can go bar for bar with anybody in any generation. 
Oh, okay. Okay. Then, then you really must send me some like that. We need to follow up on that. Yeah, <laughs> that nigga dangerous. For sure. Okay. For sure. You okay? So how are you? How do you rank? TD the TDE artist. Oh, this you just, see, here we go. You just put me on the spot. You can't do that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would go. I would go. K dot. Okay. I would go. K dot. Reason. Mm-hmm. No. K dot. Shit. I'm gonna go. K dot. Ad. Reason. Schoolboy. J Rock. Scissor. <laughs> 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 Okay. That's not fair, man. Because all them niggas is tight. Yeah, I mean it's 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 difficult to place them because they all they're all great in their own right. Um, Mary, what about you? I don't know. I think I'd have to think about this one, and I think I'll have to since I don't know I'm so enough. I think I really would like to, you know, do more homework. That's fine. All right, that's fair. That's fair. I'm a fair person. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> I don't talk about shit I don't know. So. <laughs> Well, that's good because you know that that's rare in our culture lately because people just talk about shit uh, off like watching yeah. the clip. So, um, if I had to, if I okay, so this is gonna this is probably gonna surprise some people. So I go, K Dot, Reason, Ab, J Rock, Schoolboy, and you said Scissor. I'll say Scissor at the end just because you said Scissor as a joke. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, yeah. I got and it's and it's and it's. I like Schoolboy the most, honestly. If I'm just being like, just musically, I I, I love Schoolboy Q's music, but we all know what K Dot is. I put K Dot in like kind of his own category, but I really think when it's all said and done, I honestly think it's going to be Reason. I mean, K Dot and Reason are, are going to be the the standout too from TDE. When it's all oh, 10, 15 years down the road, it's going to be K Dot and Reason are going to be the ones that everyone knows. Yeah, yeah, I I I, I can see that because I can see Schoolboy going a different route. You know what I mean? The ice cube, bro. I, yeah, because after Mac, when Mac went down, mm-hmm. that affected him a lot. Yeah, and it seemed like you know it was hard for him to do that finish that crash pro- project. Um, he might get away from music, okay. and I see, and, and then he loves to, he loves his personal life a lot. You know, yeah. with his daughter. So yeah, I, I can see that, and I can see J Rock stand behind the scenes, and the Absol is gonna be the vampire that nigga is. So yeah. Did y'all peep the schoolboy um, cameo in Insecure? I did not. He and I watched. I've watched all the new episodes. That I, that that's it. I didn't completely went. Yeah, over my he's head. he's her block party talent. <laughs> I have to go back and watch the episode. I've been yeah. so like disappointed with this season of Insecure. Me too. I don't know if it was on our list to talk about that, but I don't think it's fair. Again, me being with the fair theme here. I don't think it's fair for us to even talk about it yet because it feels like they're building up and haven't really, it it can't, this can't be life with Insecure right now. (laughs) So I'm going to say, let them get a few more episodes in and get to the fucking plot because right now I'm like, (laughs) that's what I, that's what I usually do. So I haven't watched an episode yet. Yeah. On purpose because I, I like, I like, I like to binge. I like to binge. So, and, and, and when the newer, like I didn't binge with Ozark, uh, but I've been with everything else because Ozark, that's like my, that's, that's my love right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with Insecure, I love to binge show. I love to binge that show and Snowfall because I'm addicted to it. 
Right. And so waiting on that next, nah, I can't do that. I need to watch like two or three episodes in a row before I take my ass to bed at three o'clock in the morning. What I'm coming <laughs> to find with Insecure is that if you don't binge it, it moves slow. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you feel like, and where it, is this going? Like, and the episode's <laughs> only like 32 minutes, which sucks because right. it feels like it's slow right. and, it's, and, it's, and yeah. the episodes are that short. And uh, uh, somebody pointed out something um, and said that uh, Issa is actually like, they rushed the season because she had like two or three movies to film and it, yeah. I feel it. I feel it. I feel yeah. like the, I feel like the writers rushed this um, and it may pick up in the end, but I feel like they just wanted to rush the show in production. Otherwise it would have been another year before we got a season of insecure. And it, and I feel that from watching this season. Well, in a way I, I think it's better to wait than to put out some shit that has everyone feeling like, yeah. like where's that energy that but you, we get? But you know what, though? In her defense, though, it seemed like we've been waiting on Insecure for a long time. Yeah, we, yeah, we have. We missed a year, so. But, we, but it's so much other that black that black as fuck on. Uh, I was just gonna ask you if you saw that. Yo, that shit. Is, yo, his sweatsuit game, phenomenal. <laughs> and his sneaker game too. Killing. Yeah. Killing. So, so but uh, we, we need to talk about that another time in depth because I feel like if we want to talk about slow. Episodes one through three, I kind of had to push myself to get through only because since I follow black Twitter, I knew it got better from episode four on. Okay. So, but the first three were not really representative of what the show kind of turned into, I felt uh-huh. like. But I will say that I definitely felt seen by Rashida Jones' character as a, a biracial black woman, as a mother, as mm, a wife. Ain't she? Yeah. Man, let me tell I'm, you that. I'm totally her as a mom. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad, but <laughs> Bailey's about to go on his Baylorisms. Look at him. Look, I already told my wife. I said, "Listen, woman, okay, <laughs> in another lifetime, that's my ex. Okay, that's I so fucked that all funny. up." Uh, oh, hey, I know I probably mentioned this before, but Baron Davis show on Hulu. Look, you can literally binge the whole season in like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. He has fifteen minute episodes. Hilarious. Which show was that? It's Baron, Baron Davis. Davis show. Uh, it's okay. called, I think it's called What the Fuck, Baron, or something okay. like that. I didn't even know he I had a show. So you're you're, com- you're so completely hitting me to something new right now. It, yeah. It's on Hulu. All the all the episodes are like 15 minutes. I'm going to tell you right, my cousin is in it because he's homeboys with Baron Davis. He's in the uh, okay. funeral scene. Okay. That, hey, that, that shit is hilarious. Okay. It, so it, I it, just it, finished Hunters on Amazon right. Prime. All right. Have you watched that? No, I heard that's good. All right. It's amazing, amazing, amazing. But it's deep as fuck. And it makes you feel like that's really what's going on in the world today. And I need a comedy now to follow that up with. So I'm really happy you gave me that recommendation. But y'all need to check out Hunters and we need to take compare notes after. But all anyway. Right, cool. Cool. I'm on. <laughs> look, look, all you quarantine people out there, you got no excuse right now. Because <laughs> we just said we just said like three different platforms of streaming. Get to it, and I wouldn't even finish it. But yeah, bro, yeah. I uh, and you you brought up Snowfall. Remember, I had told you guys I had never seen an episode of Snowfall before this quarantine. I made it through all all three seasons so f- that that are on Hulu in like took me like four days, bro. That shit is a amazing. Hey. Okay. Hey, Fra- hey, it's between it's between Babyface and Franklin Saint who got the coldest smirks. I'm talking about the when that nigga Franklin Saint smirk at you, it's it's a problem. And bro, the scene, the scene, I won't say because I know Mary's gonna get into, but the scene, the scene in the kitchen with the cop. Oh, bro, come on, man, bro. Hey, Franklin, you ain't no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a cold thing you can tell a nigga that you're not a killer. 
Pac said it best. <laughs> Don't push me. Man. All right. But uh, we'll leave it at, at that. So we do have a new album to review. Uh, the baby dropped a new album. What you guys think of it? Trash. Let's move on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I have like in I, so you already know that I like him, right? Yeah, like yeah. as a personality, and I also felt like he actually is one of the few of this little younger generation that actually spits. Mm-hmm. But it was like I found myself at several points through giving this album a listen, thinking, "How did we get here?" <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> like I literally was like, "Yo, is this what hip hop has come to?" If he's yeah. the best of the best, like. Uh, it he, so first of all he overuses the word bitch it's like all right don't i i call females bitches too don't yeah. drag me twitter or whoever's listening um but damn every other sentence is like bitch 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 little bitch bitch this that i was like okay <laughs> then it was <laughs> it was a little hard to get past then it was like the light skin shit song yeah. i was like and i know i sound like somebody's grandma or whatever but i do think i am my mom is from alabama she's a southern black woman my dad's white whatever from an immigrant family so that's a whole other story but i do think i'm hyper aware of this shit but it's like yo he suffers from like colorism that is kind of synonymous with being southern it's mm-hmm. like all the whole like light-skinned bitches this and that and i don't know calling somebody a chocolate nigga like i was just like what the like it was it made me concerned for him. Mm. <laughs> I know I sound whatever, but I'm like, this is like really going to poison the mind of people who listen to this and then repeat it and regurgitate this way of thinking. Like, anyway, from a production standpoint, though, he did. He had like everybody who was anybody on there. Yeah. So I thought that was, it was interesting. I'm going to kill him. Um, that was the coldest. I ain't gonna lie. That was the coldest shish I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> if, if, if anybody blinked when she shush, you missed it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was okay. cold. Only moms could do that shit. God. I'm saying. Um, but yeah, I mean, I felt like the joint with A Boogie that was produced by London on the track, yeah. uh, whatever. I thought that I could see that being a little banger. Um, I felt like the Ashanti joint. Why did Ashanti do that? Why did she co-sign that? They like made a mockery of her song. And again, I like Megan the Stallion. So I was like, like I wanted to like it, but it was just, it felt like hip hop went like, I found myself feeling again, like this was Ren and Tin from Brown Sugar. Like, yeah. So you're blaming it on baby is what you're doing. But I guess so. <laughs> We're going to blame the ruination of hip hop on baby. <laughs> Baylor? Yes, it was three songs in a row that had the same fucking beat. <laughs> Hooray for him. Okay? How about that? This was disappointing. Uh, I, and, and I really, I wanted to like it. Like I, I like like Mary said, I'm, the baby stands out amongst his generation. He can, he can rap. He's real. We know he's genuine in everything he does. Like the time he did like the whole concert on the phone. Like I love most things that come from the baby. Except for apparently his full albums, because like this album, I didn't care for all of it. This LP, I didn't care for any of it. Like, it's just like, bro, what? How how can someone with so much potential drop something like this and think it was cool? Like, it, it like I just I, I don't know if I like I say, I continue to have too much expectation for people. But I just don't see from what I have come to expect of the baby or the baby is. I don't think he would have listened to this and been like, oh, yeah, let's put this out. This is dope. I think he said, these people are quarantined. I can give them whatever the hell they <laughs> yeah, want. Yeah. They're going to like it. 
Maybe, maybe, that didn't work. maybe that was it. All right, I got nothing left. Oh, how many trash bags are we giving it? Well, how many can we fill up? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You can throw the L and in that bitch. Because, look, let me tell you, I don't understand how people... I don't. This is what irks me. How do you even defend a project like this? If yeah. you can, you can like him. That's cool. You know what I mean? Because I like him. That doesn't mean he put out a great album. It it, yeah. it 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 didn't hit. It didn't. I have one song by him off of his debut album. Just one. But I can understand why people like this first album. This shit right here. You can't defend that one. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, nope. For sure. All right. Well, let's get into. The last topic. Oh, well, let's get into our last break. When we come back, we're going to get into our last topic after that. We'll this quarantine fucking niggas talents <laughs> up, ain't it? Yeah, absolutely. This is Ms. 100. And this is Lady T. And we are the, the Hood, Hood Geniuses, Geniuses Podcast. Podcast. Every Monday, we are releasing an episode, so make sure y'all stay tuned. And you can follow us on Twitter at Hood Geniuses Pod, on Facebook, Hood Geniuses Podcast, and on IG. Hood Geniuses Pod. And make sure y'all subscribe to our YouTube page so y'all can see us live and in the flesh. Yeah, and uh, we don't need Lady T to knuck and buck for y'all to start <laughs> listening to us. You know what I'm saying? So don't make Lady T knuck and buck. Hey, listen, I mean, eventually, you know what I'm saying, Lady T is getting up in age, so it may be, I may be in my wheelchair on my cane, I don't know. But I will get to you. <laughs> yeah, so make sure y'all do that. Hit that subscribe button, follow, and y'all can email us at Hood Geniuses at gmail.com thank you alright so we're back we got our last last topic you know we like to leave you guys with something to think on so this one came from the mind of Baylor this is a, this is a Baylor one I kind of remixed it a little bit but overall his idea uh, create a track so you get to pick the rapper the producer who's on the hook and any guest features that are on the song who wants to take this one first I think Baylor should go first since he no, no problem I got a video to this too so oh, look Lord. the track is called clinical meeting right okay <laughs> you got a title? Yes. Oh yeah. I, like I was, and I was high as a kite when I figured when I wrote this shit down. Clinical meeting. It has Nip, Pusha, Jada, Jay Z does the hook. Mm. The producer is Alchemist. Is and there's a sample "All Eyes on Me," and the video is in black and white, and they're all getting Damn. individually. Individually, they're all getting dressed at their homes and. They take their Maybachs and limousines or whatever they take, and they're all meeting at headquarters to discuss uh, the hip-hop union. And at the end of the video, um, Rev Run comes out and says, first order of business, and then the video cuts off. And it's done by Hype Williams. <laughs> you took that a whole a whole bunch of depths that more than this. That's I can tell you really put some thought into that. That's dope. Yeah. Now I need to see it. Go make it happen. You need to start sending <laughs> tweets. <laughs> Mary, you want to go next? Is Mary frozen? Oh, yeah. Mary is. Mary is frozen. All right. Well, I guess I'll go next. So mine is, of course, produced by Pharrell Williams. And this okay. one is featuring Pusha T as, as it's his song with Kendrick Lamar. And we're doing, oh. <laughs> and surprisingly enough, we're doing f- future on the hook. Okay, all right, <laughs> you're getting the you're getting the pass because of the artist. Okay, you're getting the pass. Okay, now what's the name of the track? I, I, man, I don't know. Fucking, I don't. I don't you got know. look. I, 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 I you gonna sell it? You can't have Pusha and K Nine in future. 
with the hook yeah. and not have a name for it, that shit better be called Dirty Socks or some shit. <laughs> yeah. and it, it better have some type of great content to it because I'm going to listen to it. I'm listening to that. I'm telling you. They got you, a video man. to it? Yeah, they got a video to it. Directed by, as you said, Hype Williams. And we got a special. I've been, I've been waiting for this one. Somebody oh. is back. Somebody is back. <laughs> Look at that right there. I'm about to cry. I'm about uh, to cry. I'm so happy that I was able that I was able to surprise you guys with this one. So we have a returning, returning host to the Breaks Radio. Miss Lowe is back in the building. What's going on? Hey y'all. It's been a while. A long while. It's been a while, while, while. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Good. Mary's frozen. I hate that she literally got frozen like right before you came back too. I don't know what's going on with Mary, but um, oh yeah, I know it sucks because I would have loved to see her face, but try to add her back in. Uh, okay. But what's going on, Lo? Where you where you been, man? Were you were you in were you uh hiding with Takashi six nine? I feel like you were. I was, you okay. know, I have to lie my way up out of there. Snitch <laughs> on a couple people to get out, but. <laughs> hey, you got the perfect blueprint. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. I had yeah. I had to hide this one for Baylor and Mary, but yeah. So uh, somebody's coming back, right? If you guys will allow me to, I'll be more than happy to. Allow you? We never cleaned out your desk. <laughs> okay. Your jersey's still hanging up in the that? in the locker where you left it. It's still there. Yeah, we ain't touched nothing. Okay. Well, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, just to see if we can keep you on your feet. So the last topic for this week's episode was we were we built a track. So you get to pick the rapper, the producer, who's on the hook, and a feat the whoever's the feature artist. Uh Baylor came up with a whole video concept and everything. On the top of your head, make your track. Who you got? Come on. So was this homework for y'all, or is this just? It doesn't matter. You throw them back in the fire. You wanted That's to come back. That's messed up. Back. Okay, <laughs> no, I like the I like this topic or this uh, question. Let me think. So, Pharrell will do the beat. Oh. Okay. Um. Is there a feature? There's a feature you said. Mm-hmm. You can throw anybody on there. Any feature you want. Okay. Oh my god. Oh my god, you put me on the spot. Um I wanna say Tyler, but I don't wanna I don't wanna be like regular me. Isaiah Rashad. No, that's not a good fit. That, ooh, no. But I I like that pick though. That's weird. No. Not with uh Pharrell. I don't like that. Um Scissor. Does okay, it have okay. to be a rapper? No, no. no it doesn't no, have to be a rapper. is on the hook. Sizz is the feature. Sizz is on the hook. And Tyler, the creator, is the main one. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm listening had, to that. If I had a longer time to think about it, it would be way better. So it's not like groundbreaking. In my mind and in my perfect world, that is who I would choose. That's a cool gotta, video. I gotta talk about the video. Nah, that no, that was Baylor thing. Baylor's the one who came oh. up with the video and, and shit. Like Baylor did all say, types no. of extraness with that one. 
<laughs> but all right so we're back to full strength people uh all four of us the breaks four is back next week for the first time in like jesus it's been like almost a year where the hell you been at man <sighs> it's been been baking some children <laughs> <laughs> baking these children <laughs> so you're like so so technically like if this was avengers assembling then you would be Captain Marvel. I don't, I don't want to be Captain Marvel. Okay. I'm okay with Captain Marvel. That's cool. Then yeah. Well, there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. This has been another episode of the Bucks Radio. Let's go ahead and leave them any parting words, thoughts, ideas, whatever. Baylor, go first. Uh, at Baylor the Great on all social media platforms. BTG for President. Open Road with BTG. Part of the Red Sonics Network. Uh, y'all stay y'all ass in the house. <laughs> and since she's back go ahead for one good time Miss Lowe go ahead and give them your social media um, you can follow me on Instagram at my underscore names underscore low thanks for having me back guys anytime we didn't I fire I you, to fight like, y'all. you keep, you keep thinking we fired we did not fire this is this is for life like this is this is we better than the nine trade bloods like you in Period. You for, okay. you, for, you for life. Well, we're going to have some fun. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to have some I'm fun. Excited. <laughs> guys, I'm excited. I'm excited. You guys know where you can follow me. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. That's CEO H-A-I-Z-E. You can follow us collectively at The Breaks Radio. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. TheBreaksRadio at gmail.com. And lastly, if you want to leave us a voicemail, you can do so at 614-547-2039. We are the number one podcast for the culture. And we out this bitch. Peace. <laughs>